Hi, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost Junk Journal Podcast, the joy of junk journals. And I've got Sunny, my little Maltese pup here with me. I've got, that was a lovebird that you're hearing twiddling. And any moment now, I'm sure Holly, my African Grey, will be getting very vocal and letting everybody know that he is here too. Right, Holly? He's chewing on something right now. We'll see how he does. He usually likes to say hi to everybody during these times. Okay, so today's topic, today's topic, Sunny, what, what were we going to talk about? Texture, Mom, texture. Okay, we're going to talk texture today. We're going to talk about the different feels of paper and what it means and how we can just kind of fall in love with the paper, the page, the book page, the writing paper, the front page of a novel. Um, the fly page in a journal, in a textbook, in a fiction novel. I mean, there's so many cool things. And each paper and each page has a different feeling to it. Um, If you've ever taken a walk through a thrift store, an antique store, a place where there's um, vintage books, old books, Um, go through and, and, and don't even notice what the book is about, but just go through and start feeling some papers and, uh, get in touch with that tactile sense that, um, we're quickly losing, you know, this aspect of paper touch because paper is vanishing before our eyes. It's being replaced with everything, um, digital and, uh, there won't be as much paper documentation of everything the way there used to be. Uh, the way a lot of us remember it was. And um, there are many of us who grew up in a time where paper was starting to vanish. And uh, that's going to be a completely different experience. Uh, You don't have to be born in a time or an era to appreciate that time or era. I truly am fascinated by Victorian times. And uh, I was not born during that time, although close. (laughs) But uh, I can certainly still appreciate um, the wonder and the culture and everything else that went right along with it. So, um, yeah, let's go in our mind. If you're not there right now, if you're not in a thrift shop, if you're not at the Goodwill, if you're not at the St. Vincent de Paul or your local hospital, um, you know, thrift shop, consignment store, antique shop, flea market, you name it. Um, then go there in your mind and uh, just take a walk down the aisles. And I'll take you a walk in my mind down the aisles in one of my favorite stores to go to. It's a St. Vincent de Paul. Uh, and uh, it is... Um, no, actually, it's my hospital thrift store. It's my hospital thrift store that has a big book section. And they are—they have all different kinds of books. Everything from cookbooks to kids' books to religious books to old newspapers to um, antique books to vintage books to um, birding books and flower books and and, uh, of course all the fictional stories and everything you could ever want. Music paper, um, uh, musical notes, musical uh, pieces, uh, old dictionaries from all different languages. I mean, it's a really, really cool store, and they always have something that blows my mind every time I go there. They have also um, old uh, yearbooks, you know, really, really old yearbooks from the early 1900s and that, and they're really cool to look through. And uh, so I've, I've picked up a few of those along the way, and their prices are reasonable. So, yeah, and, and, 
you know, make sure when you go around to these stores, you check out all the different stores in your area because each one has a completely different feeling than the, than the next. And each one carries completely different things. And the pricing structure is completely different. And all their sales are on different days and things like that. So you can go have a, a texture festivus on Tuesdays at St. Vincent de Paul. And on Thursdays, go hit your hospital thrift store or whatever you like or your Goodwill or whatever it is. And, um, you know, uh, the mom and pop uh thrift stores are awesome too because you never know what people are going to collect or gather. Um, everybody has an eye for something or a feel for something since we're talking texture. And, um, um, you know, there's there's also a wonderful craft section in this one particular hospital store. And uh, I just imagine that every time somebody dies, all their craft supplies go to this place because there's so many. And um, the texture that is found in that ta- craft area is amazing. They almost always have piece, rolls of wallpaper or pieces of wallpaper, contact paper, um, you know, just all sorts of really interesting, unique, and different uh, different kinds of paper, paper for cards, paper for writing. Uh, they have a big stationery section where you can buy, um, uh, what do they call it? The old new cards or the new old cards, but they're, they have never been used, but they're, um, they're still in the box, but they're from 1970s or 60s or something like that. And you can get old stationery sets and card games and uh, flashcards. And oh, it's just oh, it's just like a textural wonderland. And uh, they really did make things differently uh, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 plus years ago. The weight of the paper, the strength of the paper, the color of the paper, everything about it. Um, has a different character or a different quality. And uh, if you're like me and you like to uh, get in there and really feel those papers, um, it's a wonderful experience. I mean, you don't even have to go home with anything in your cart. Um, It's not mandatory. You can just go and feel the papers and then go home. (laughs) It's been a wonderful day and look at all the money you saved. But you may find a few little items do come home with you and that's okay too because you probably got a good deal because it's at the thrift store. And uh, what's that, Sunny? You like to go to the thrift store? You want to go to the thrift store with Mom? Go for a ride? <gasps> oh, I got the face. I got the face. He knows the word ride now. Uh, we'll go. We'll go. We'll go soon. Maybe later this week. Okay? Yeah, I know. I know. There's a lot of stuff. So yeah, I'm um, tackling right now. I have a trunk below my desk that is like an old steamer style trunk and um, which I love the feel of it just it feels very old and vintage and I love grabbing the lock and the handle and opening it and it makes the creak sound and all that kind of cool stuff and inside I have a lot of my larger books my vintage books my antique books in there that I pull pages from and uh um, I really like it in there. It's inside the house. All the papers are kept very dry. There, yeah, there's no musty or anything like that. Uh, when I first got the trunk, I really cleaned it out well. I sprayed it well with Lysol, and you know, just it is good to go. And um, it's a very dry trunk. And um, um, yeah, I love to fill it with those old innards of all those books that I got, and um, then I pull from the uh, pages and just try and 
grab interesting, unique things. And um, as you know, one of the things I love to do is play with book pages. And um, I've got a series, if you haven't seen that, it's called Using Up Book Pages. And I think there's about 75 plus videos in that series, all different ideas, different things that you can do with book pages to turn them into embellishments or uh, just fun things for your junk journals. And um, there's about a million and one things you can do with with them. Uh, One of the things I've been doing lately, which is a lot of fun, is I've been taking the large book pages and I've been running them through my printer and printing out my digikits on them and I love the way the print looks behind the the image it just I don't know it looks so cool I've also run through some uh, music paper and then uh, runs printed some digikits on the music paper like some songbirds on top of music and I'll show that in a video coming up soon but it's really it's really kind of cool and um um, it's been done. It's out there. Uh, but I haven't done it myself for a while. I, I did it a long time ago and I loved it then. And then I just forgot about it, you know, as life goes on and, you know, you get a little busy and then all that stuff gets in the way, totally in the way between us and our crafting. Now, I think that if you have to make the, you know, quintessential decision between laundry and crafting, choose, choose crafting. If you have to make it between dinner and crafting, well, that's maybe, you know, okay. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you, you know, hey, once your belly's full, back to crafting, right? And um, there's something very peaceful. And when you, get, when you involve textures and tactile senses and things like that, it can really suck you into the process where you just sort of fall into it. And then all the rest of the cares of the world just sort of melt away. Off they go, away, goodbye, goodbye, other things in the world, (laughs) go away. And uh, just leave me with my papers, please. I'm very happy here. I'm just going to be feeling the texture of my papers today and all is well. I've got Sunny right now sniffing the back of my ear because I'm sitting on the floor in front of my coffee table. Um, I'm leaning against my couch and he is sniffing the back of my head, one of his favorite things to do. And if I was wearing a pair of glasses, he would pull them off my face. That's his, that's his little shtick. And, um, he likes texture too. Yes. Everything must be tasted. And right now he's eating a little grape tomato. Uh, yep. Um, uh, yes. On my couch. I I don't want to talk about it. Um, (laughs) just make, don't squirt it on the couch, son. Make it squirt in your mouth. We do our best around here. It's like having a toddler. You know, you just want run around with uh, wipes everywhere and just continually wipe. Some texture is not good. <laughs> um, speaking of texture, I was working on some uh, journal bundles today. And I was working with a lot of fabric. And um, um, the fabric, I was tearing the fabric. Tearing and tearing and tearing the fabric into squares and rectangles and things like that. And uh, um, the strings were everywhere, and Sunny was grabbing the strings, and I was chasing Sunny, and we were having a grand old time with our textures, and uh, there was lots of chasing. There was lots of chasing involved, and uh, it was a good old time. And uh, he gave me a good run for my money. He's getting faster, and I can't quite catch him. He's, he can outrun Mum, and uh, so the only thing I can do is corner him if he's got like a string ball or something. Um, I gotta chase him until I get it, of course, and uh, so I try to be very mindful and not let the strings hit the floor. But every once in a while, when you're tearing tons of uh, fabric, sometimes it does. But um, so yeah, there's uh, uh, the whole world of texture with fabric. But um, 
I think we're just going to focus on texture with paper today. And uh, sometimes when you're feeling the paper and you're looking at it at the same time, there's some paper that is cream and vanilla and the old paper, the vintage paper, and you can almost see the little hairs. There's every once in a while a little darker hair in the paper. Sometimes completely uh, uniform, all the same color, but sometimes they mix it up a little bit when they're making the paper. And depending on what they throw in there, just to make it interesting, um, a couple little, few darker fibers and things like that. And since I've been making paper lately, oh, that's what I wanted to put in there. Um, since I've been making paper lately, I've just um, been very aware of paper that's already professionally made and looking at it. And I have a lot of um, writing papers, like professional writing resume papers, document papers, business papers that doesn't have anything printed on it, but it's a very high quality paper. And uh, sometimes it has a linen print or a parchment print or, a, um, you know, these other, you know, prints that you can get. Um, but uh, not a print, I guess an impression. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I would say um, an embossment maybe, uh, but it has texture to it. And I love those papers. They're just so, I don't know, they're just dashing and debonair, you know, they have attitude and, um, you know, I don't know, the pizzazz, they have some pizzazz, and uh, I love the feel of those, and they don't even have to have anything on them, just the pure blankness of them and their feeling is just one wondrous, I know, it's crazy, isn't it, I mean, any sane, irrational person would think this is irrational, but uh, hey, um, you know, it's, it's, I'm not alone here. I know I'm not alone. I, I, I really sense from listening to all of you and your comments and, uh, um, you know, hearing what you have to say. And uh, I surprisingly found out I'm not alone. And um, I'm very thankful to those who have exposed me to this world of making books and uh, junk journaling and things like that. Um, and, uh, you know, awakening me and, and, and showing me that you can have a lot of fun with just old, plain old paper. And uh, then all of a sudden paper becomes fascinating. And everywhere you go, you start looking at the paper. I mean, it can come down to a napkin at Burger King and you're, you're assessing the quality, the color, the texture, the viability. Can this survive? Can this go into a junk journal somehow? Can I um, back it onto something if it's too weak on its own? Can I build it up? Can I wrinkle it? Can I wet it? Can I dye it? What can I do with it? What can I do with it? What can I do with it? Maybe I'll just sit here and feel it. I remember going to this um, restaurant once and they had these really cool... Uh, little things that go under drinks and um, it was not exactly a coaster and it was not exactly a napkin it was kind of some hybrid in between but I knew I had to have it and take it home with me and it was something that would be disposable after you were done with your table so um, um, whoop, you just made a funny noise are you okay you have tomato face he has tomato face apparently the tomato squirted and it squirted all over his little white face so now I have a I have a white dog with a tomato face. Okay, let me see if there's any. Oh, you did pretty good. There's not even a splutch on the couch. Thank you. Thank you, son. Um, 
So yeah, the craziness of assessing texture of paper everywhere we go now. Um, It's just a strange thing. And uh, I, I encourage you, if you do go to the thrift shops, look in the books you wouldn't normally look at because nobody else is looking at them. And there can be some amazing textural papers in those books. Look in children's books. They make, oh, the vintage children's books. Oh, the most amazing papers these books were made out of. Make sure you get in there and you open those and you just take a gander because compared to today's papers, they're not so shiny and glossy and, and, and just, you know, stamped one after another. You just get this feel of today's books are cranked out one page after another, like cookie cutter. Nobody really thought about what the book felt like. But um, um, the book, oh, the books of just, just even a few years ago, oh my goodness, they are fabulous. So make sure you check those out and check out the old cookbooks. They're the same way. They have the most amazing texture to them. And the colors, the ranges of colors in these older books is astounding. It's fascinating. I mean, sometimes you can even get that really dark, rich caramel hue. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a super old book. It can be a um, maybe something they didn't put in the book to prevent the browning. But I've came, I've come across some very not that old crossword puzzle books, and they're this most gorgeous caramel color. And you know they have that beautiful newsprint feel. You know that wonderful rough texture. Um, and uh, um, it, it just I don't know. It just says. Uh, draw on me, write on me, paint on me, calligraphy me, just do something to me because I'm here ready to play. And even when you go to the Dollar Tree, the good old Dollar Tree, they have some awesome newsprint. So if you're ever looking for newsprint, that's a great source to get it. They have these uh, pads for kids, like little drawing pads, and they're made of uh, newsprint. And it's a fabulous paper to use for junk journals. It's thin, it has, it's very porous, it uh, receives ink, uh, well, and it um, you can use it for so many different things in your journal. So keep your eye out for newsprint. And if you're lucky enough, if you have uh, some of the old newspapers in your um, thrift shop, uh, take a look at those too, because they can be fascinating, not only from a um, historical perspective. Um, go get it. I just threw your, your little toy. Go get Eunice. We have a unicorn, and I've called it Eunice. Actually, Sonny named it Eunice, and uh, he likes to go get Eunice, yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, there's um, so many different textures in the different books and the different colors, and the color is another layer on top of the texture, which just brings out the richness. So it doesn't always matter the age. Oh, and it, right, if the newspapers... Um, Sometimes you can get these really cool little old ads and you can clip those out and put them in your junk journals. They look so cool. And you can even do a little collage on a page of those or maybe just put them like right, like maybe six on a page, staggered or columns. They can look very cool. Um, so many, oh, I just thought of something I want to do. Somebody was asking the other day, what can I do with business cards? Wouldn't it really look cool if you took an old newspaper and you clipped out the tiny ads and you used those to cover up the wording on the business cards? And you just had old ads on these little business cards. Oh, that would be so cool. And you could, you could make like a little cluster of five of them and tuck them in a pocket, or you could actually make those little pockets or tucks. That would be so adorable. Um... Yep, 
business cards. Just think about the different texture in business cards. The shiny glossies, you know, it, hey, it, a lot of people like that. I'm not poo-pooing shiny glossy. But um, uh, to get that more of a vintage, old-fashioned feel, generally we like to knock the gloss back. Um, or you, just the things that were made back then weren't so shiny and glossy. Uh, we didn't have the uh, ways to make them shiny and glossy yet, so it just wasn't a thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, back when business cards were hardy and thick and they had some weight to them, um, and they had texture, you know, you know, those ones with texture, they're kind of cool. And you could always, you were rifling through your purse. You could find the one because it had a certain texture, even if you couldn't see it. So texture, uh, there's a lot of credence to texture and the value that it brings to a junk journal. So next time when you're going through and you're creating a junk journal or you're going through your thrift store and you're just, you know, meandering down the aisles, take in your mind with you the concept of texture and just see what you come up with that you might not have um, been aware of before or or noticed and uh, just hone in one little shopping trip on texture and just see what you find. You can find it in the papers, in the books, in the uh, pages. You can also find it in fabrics and in wallpaper and in uh, tissue and in napkins and um, so many different things. Hello there, handsome boy. You coming for a visit? Yeah. All right. Well, you just tell everybody. What's that? You want to say something? Yeah, I'd like to say hello. And I'm um, really glad you came by. And mom, you think it's time for a treat? I think it's time for a treat, mom. You, you think it's time for a treat? Well, for who? For me or you? Well, I'm, I'm sure it's for me, but you can have one too. I can. Well, wasn't there chicken at lunch? Yes, yes, there was chicken at lunch. All right, I just want to say, there was chicken at lunch. Yes. (laughs) Um, All right, so everybody, I hope you're having an awesome day, and I hope you're having fun, and maybe I'll get you thinking about texture a little bit, and, um, you know, there we go, down the road of the paper path. I hope you have a beautiful day, lots of fun crafting, and I'll be talking to you next time from me and Sunny and everybody here. Uh, Big hugs. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you.